The grace and love of our Lord and Savior be with us always. Amen. The word of God we want to consider today is another portion of this past Sunday's gospel reading from from John chapter 14, verses 6 through 10. Reading from, again, Maundy Thursday evening, night before Jesus was crucified, his words to the disciples. Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you really knew me, you would know my Father as well. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. Philip said, Lord, show us the Father, and that will be enough for us. Jesus answered, Don't you know me, Philip, even after I have been among you such a long time? Anyone who has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? Don't you believe that I am in the Father and that the Father is in me? The words I say to you are not, my, are not just my own. Rather, it is the Father living in me who is doing his work. Believe me when I say that I am in the Father and the Father is in me, or at least believe on the evidence of the miracles themselves. I tell you the truth, anyone who has faith in me will do what I have been doing. He will do even greater things than these because I am going to the Father. My dear friends in Christ, Many years ago, there was an elderly gentleman who was, oh, standing at the gates of the White House in Washington, D.C. This gentleman, his threadbare clothes were covered with dust and, and, oh, the man had tears in his eyes. He was crying. And while he was there, a young boy happened to come up to him and, and asked him why he was crying. And he said that what had happened is that his son, he had deserted his post from the army, and because of that, he was condemned to be shot. And now this gentleman was there. He wanted to see President Lincoln and talk to him because he was absolutely convinced that if he talked to him, he'd be able to convince him because of the circumstances to, to pardon his son. But anyway, he talked to the son and, and the elderly gentleman talked to the son, the young boy, and when he talked to the son, he said, I know Mr. Lincoln, he's a kind and generous man but the guards at the gate, they won't let me in to see him. Well, the boy then said, oh, I can get you in. And, and when the boy said that, the elderly gentleman, he says, you? With a surprised look on his face? And the, the boy said, yes, he's my father. He lets me come in and talk with him anytime I feel like it. Well, the little fellow then took this elderly gentleman in to the president, and he was able to explain the circumstances, and the 
president did indeed pardon the gentleman's son. Now, if you look at this story, there are a number of different comparisons, similarities that we can think of here into the believer's relationship with God the Father, with our Heavenly Father. But the one that stands out especially as we're looking at our reading for today is this. It's through Jesus Christ, through God's Son, what we have is access to the Father. Jesus said, no one comes to the Father except through me. Do you realize that if it weren't for Jesus, we would have no access to the Father at all? We would have no right, really, to even be praying the Lord's Prayer, for example, because well, in the Lord's Prayer, we say, Our Father who art in heaven, but if it's not for Jesus... Well, he's not our father. If not for Jesus, he's not our father. He's only the father of you and me and, uh, and especially of Jesus through Jesus' work for us, through his life and his death and his resurrection. Now, God the Father has always been in eternity and for eternity the, the father of God's son of Jesus, the Apostle Paul said, But when the time had fully come, God sent his son, born of a woman, born under law, to redeem those under law, that we might receive the full rights of sons. Oh, we might be more inclined today in our day and age to say the full rights of children, God's children today. But Paul he said the full rights of sons because of thinking of the circumstances back in his day in Bible times. In Bible times, it was the sons, not the daughters, who were the legal heirs of the family. And so when Paul says that we have the full rights of sons, he's saying that we have the legal rights to the blessings of God, this access to God the Father. And now, as President Lincoln's son had access to President Lincoln, and well, that gentleman had access to President Lincoln through the son, well, so also what we can say is that you and I, through the son, we have access to the Father. When Jesus said here, if you really knew me, you would know my father as well. It almost sounds as if Jesus was scolding those disciples, but with his next words, from now on you do know me and have seen me, he seems to be saying to them, hey, you know me. We have this close relationship. You've been with me for those three years. And as you have this close relationship with me, so also you have a close relationship with God the Father through me. Philip and probably all of those disciples were still confused at what Jesus was saying. So Philip said, Lord, show us the Father and that will be enough for us. Well, Jesus then comforted them by saying, Don't you know me, Philip? Even after I have been among you such a long time, anyone who has seen me 
has seen the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? Don't you believe that I am in the Father and that the Father is in me? In Jesus, they and we as well have seen the glory of God. And now, well, they actually saw the things, but we, through the eyes of faith, we've seen the miracles, Jesus calming the storms on the Sea of Galilee, feeding the thousands, healing the sick, casting out demons, raising the dead. We've seen those miracles. And what did that say to those disciples and to us? It said, Jesus is God. He is the amazing, all-powerful, loving God. And it wouldn't be long before they'd see the greatest example of this, of this amazing, all-powerful, and loving God when Jesus went to the cross to live and die for us and pay for all of our sins. There they'd see his amazing, great power. Furthermore, then Jesus said to the disciples and to us, I tell you the truth. Anyone who has faith in me will do what I have been doing. He will do even greater things than these because I am going to the Father. Jesus with this isn't promising those disciples that they'd have the ability to perform tricks whenever they want to. But he's talking there about the great force that believers have, that believers will exert in Jesus' name after his departure. With Jesus, we can do some amazing things. And he says greater things. Well, maybe what he's thinking of there is that, well, Jesus did his work there in Palestine. But what we can do is we can go out into the world with the message of what Jesus has done. And that message of what Jesus has done, it's better than any vaccine for any COVID-19 or any virus or anything like that. What we can do is we can go out into the world with the message of the law and the gospel, sin and grace. We know ourselves and we can tell the world what the real problem is that this world is dealing with and that's sin. And we can tell them the solution to that problem and that is Jesus. And well, we have this great power because we're kind of like that elderly gentleman again. Because we live in a sinful world and because of the problems and the troubles that we face, Oh, it could be possible for us to feel kind of despairing like that elderly gentleman felt at first. But by the grace of God, what's happened is that, well, the Holy Spirit has worked faith in our hearts so that, well, like those disciples, we also know Jesus. And because we know Jesus, what we have is we have access to the Father. Well, we have access to the Father, the, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, to their blessings and to their help. Because of our God-given, 
God worked faith. We know Jesus. And because of Jesus, we have access to the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And by sharing Jesus with the world, we can do some amazing, great things for the world that God loved so much that he gave his one and only Son that whoever believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. Amen. Let's pray. Thank you, Lord God, for giving us Jesus, for giving us access, for the access you give us, Jesus, to the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Thank you for the force of the gospel which you give us to, to reach out into the world, something that's better than any vaccine, anything like that. Thank you for giving us your help in this life. Thank you for giving us the forgiveness of sins, your grace and love. Thank you for giving us eternal life. Thank you, dear Jesus, for pulling us into this close relationship with our Father who art in heaven. We pray in Jesus' name. In the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you always. Amen.